Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley. And today, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And as you can tell in the picture in the podcast video on YouTube, we're happy today. We are happy today. But if you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, which I will briefly throw up an image of where we're at, for those who are listening are like, what image? Yeah, just on YouTube, I guess. I guess I would kind of misled you. Just imagine that we're Just imagine (laughs) an image that shows all the podcast platforms are on. Okay, there you go. (laughs) But yeah, welcome. Survivor 45, dare I say, I know we're only three episodes in, best season of the new era. My opinion, 41, disappointing. 42, middling. 43, had very high highs, had some low lows. 44, Mm -hmm. middling is just my opinion. Feel free to give me your opinion of the new era. 45 so far, all bangers every episode. I would say it's been very good. I mean, I was disappointed in the very first episode just because of Hannah. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, the episode itself was really good. And I'd say episodes two and three have also been really, really good. Hannah was a massive disappointment, but she did go in episode one. Right. We got her disappointment out of the way fast. Mm -hmm. You know, if there had to be a disappointment, get it it over with quickly. Don't leave it around until the end of the season like Island of the Idols. I will say, sorry for interrupting you. That's tonight. You were on the edge of your seat during the vote. Like we we are usually not that much in. I wasn't literally on the edge of my seat, but like, you know, emotionally, I was emotionally, on the yeah. edge of my well, I mean, seat. I was sitting on the floor. So, I mean. No, you were literally sitting on the edge of your seat. I watched you. Did I not? I thought I sat on the floor. You were not sitting on the floor. I was so on the edge of my seat. I didn't even know where I was sitting. <laughs> it was such a good episode. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk through this thing. We're going to go through chronologically. I don't always say this, but I probably should. Chapter markers if you're on YouTube. Uh, if you're one of those people that skips the winter analysis, uh, you didn't we listen to this part anyways. You. Oh, uh, they, yeah. They so didn't listen to this exactly. part anyways. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll pretend we'll pretend when we get to that section. All right. We talk about winter analysis the whole episode now. I caught on to the game. Okay. So jokes aside, let's do this thing. We start the episode. We come back to the Lulu camp after the tribal of last time, of yesteryear, of episode two. Uh, I think you're skipping a very important thing. There was a previously on Survivor that didn't say previously uh, on, yes, okay. in which Bruce gets ragged on once again. Can we again ignore the Bruce Katura. getting ragged on stuff? No, I will not ignore How it. How dare you? And that's basically You're right. It. He didn't say previously on Survivor like he did last week. I'm okay with this like way they presented it. It's fine. Yeah, I don't care that they say previously on Survivor yeah. or not. Yeah. No, it's fine. I don't know why they changed it from week two to week three, but they did. Okay, so can we get to that? What matters? Sure. Not Bruce being ragged on. Mm-hmm. I'm over that. Bruce. We love Bruce. All right. Sabaya so says she doesn't like or dislike Emily. <laughs> well, after tonight, I think she's got a different opinion. But here at this moment, on night five, she doesn't have. She's like, ah, do I like her? Do I dislike her? Eh. Eh. No, I, I eh. believe that. I, I believe Sabaya eh. just feels like Emily's a person to work with. Yeah, as of night five, yeah. Right. But but if only she knew. Wait till she watched the episode tonight. I bet she changed her tune. Whole opening scene, I gotta say, that we got here was really from Emily and Sabai's point of view mm-hmm. with a bit of Caleb sprinkled in mm-hmm. and no Sean. Still very little Sean. Sean yeah. is not important to the story. Sean's not going to win. This is why I say winner analysis of the whole episode. Yeah. Sean's not winning. Right. He's not winning. They have ignored Sean on a tribe where they have 90 minute episodes and they're going to tribal every mm-hmm. episode and Sean's eh, just kind of there. He has a cup. Co- he had a couple confessionals, but because he's required to by law, <laughs> not because he's important to the story, not because he's o- important well, to the I'm overall saying story he's of the not season. being purple, but 
again, as we've discussed, his the confessionals he gets or when we do hear from mm-hmm. him, it's never that much content. It's just very, well, oh yeah, I agree with Sabaya, we should vote on Caleb yeah. or or whatever it is. Or Emily has shown growth. Good for Emily. I feel like Sean, since we know there's a legit tribe swap next time, Sean gets tribe swapped and maybe he gets voted off. And that's why they haven't really focused on Sean. Could be. I feel like Sean's, Sean's a nobody to the overall story. Mm-hmm. And they're really making a point of that. Because here we are in a tribe where the third boot and the second boot got major. At, like Brandon yes. and Sabaya were given like storylines. Yes. Who is Sean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I knew who Emily, Caleb, and Sabaya are, though. I knew who Brandon was. Mm-hmm. So, to an extent, I knew who Hannah was. May God rest her soul. I assume she died because she didn't get to smoke while she was on the island. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's just a joke. All right. So I just want to point that out. So Sabaya, th- though, lies about because Emily's like, so how come Jeff said two is enough or whatever mm-hmm. when voting? And Sabaya's like, oh, yeah, no, I voted. I didn't even notice that he said that until you said it. Yeah. But like, what do you think? Emily's an idiot. Yeah, I don't know. It was very confusing. They like, tried pulling one over on her. Yeah, and Emily's not that dumb. Like, I don't know. I understand. I understand why you don't want to say because then you would have to explain your advantage and idol and everything. So I get it. Um, and also, she wasn't expecting it. it. Was also you know like really sudden? What do you do? I probably would have done something same. Like, oh, really? He only read two. Oh, that's very interesting. Well, but if you think about, it, if you pause and think throughout this episode, this is an important moment because. Had Sabaya come clean here, it mm. might have helped her at the end when she reveals the wax idol to Emily. But instead, mm-hmm. she lies and then two days later tells Emily about this wax I idol. I still think it would be too little too late because Caleb has been there for Emily the whole time versus Sabaya just all of a sudden in the last two days. Let's just say Emily has two days to re- to sit on the idea that Sabaya was honest with her versus an afternoon. I, I don't think it matters. I think that her loyalty to, to Caleb far outrides that maybe just saying Sabaya's better chance was to be honest she I didn't know she didn't know Emily was gonna be the sure she didn't crucial know. turning point of this whole thing I just think if we know anything about Emily she obviously is a very honest person herself and so and values honesty and Caleb has been honest with her the whole time speaking my love language Emily speaking my love language I love it yeah anyways yeah somebody who's honest with me I, I value I will value more than somebody who lies to me even if the person who's honest is actually less valuable, maybe on paper. The honesty is just, it's like, if you're going to be honest with me, I value this. And yeah. Emily's honest as well. Mm-hmm. Emily's not going around lying to people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I'm saying like, so if anyone values honesty like Emily values it, they're going to value Emily. Right. We'll see how that pans out now with the tribe swap coming up. But I do want to briefly mention that the On Fire podcast, we talked about it last season. You know, last season it was called On Fire with Jeff Probst, the official Survivor podcast. This mm-hmm. season is just On Fire the official survivor podcast, because for those who have li- been, li- been listening for throughout 44, it like started kind of good. And like around mm, episode 10, it really started going downhill. Like they lost steam for whatever reason. Well, this season it's become the Rick Devins podcast and Jeff Probst pops in from time to time to basically say the fans suck and he doesn't listen to their opinions and they should suck a fat one. I mean, that's really what Jeff, like he doesn't say that pr- verbatim, but I'm paraphrasing. And for those who have been listening, it's very apparent. Jeff has like, he almost like loathes the fans in a way. It's like, he doesn't care about your feedback. He's like, no, we do things as we want to do things. We don't do things as your feedback. Like, okay, Jeff, like your ego, like chill out. I just want to point that out. Cause it's like the podcast has taken, taken a massive dip and they're only in season two of it. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> it started so well. I was like, oh, cool. We're going to get 
cool behind the scenes information of Survivor. It's going to tie into the episode we're watching, you know, they're talking about. And I thought it'd be like a really cool podcast. And it was for like half a season last season. Well, and I bet it's interesting a with dip. Rick Devins. I don't know. Rick I'd Devins be is fine, but sure. he's not, you know, like, it's not what it was hyped up. To he's be. been paid by CBS to talk about Survivor. Like, you yeah. know, take that for what you will. And Jeff pops in and tell everyone that they suck. So instead of the segment last season where it was why Jeff sucks, this season it's why the fans suck, mm. as told you by Jeff Ropes. So for anyone who's listening to On Fire, this is through episode two. I haven't listened to episode three yet. Through episode two, it feels like Jeff's telling us why he, we suck. All right, Jeff, I heard, I got the memo. I got the memo. Just being honest. And as Jeff said once, you know, when he heard that we don't like beware advantages, uh, he says, if we keep persisting, he'll keep doing it. And so Jeff keeps hating us. Doesn't change nothing. We'll keep persisting, Jeff. We'll keep giving our opinions. I don't mind this season's big right advantages. Yeah, we'll get to that. Anyways, I just want to mention that because the On Fire podcast taking a massive dip in quality. Okay, opening theme song this week. Um, I think the hint was what do you what do you, what was it? The it wasn't the was idol, the idol. Mm-hmm. for the Red Tribe. Mm-hmm. Wow, they completely ignored the Yellow Tribe. But. One. What do you Last mean week they, they didn't show the yellow, yellow beware advantage. This week they didn't show the yellow idol. They showed an idol being dropped to the ground. It was a red idol. And last week was a red beware advantage. They've really focused on I the red. I think they look exactly the same. I could be wrong. I don't think. I think. I mean, it looked very red to me. I'm just saying that. It Okay. That you could both, be right. That, that would be the hint I would use anyways, because both red and yellow found their idols tonight i'm saying is the red tribe more important than the yellow one and apparently maybe so because the yellow one didn't get played tonight so it immediately became irrelevant it's that's not relevant. true it's, it's gone. not gone so. so maybe that's why they chose well red yeah i for guess the opening that shots. makes sense yeah uh but tonight when i saw the red one hit the ground i was like okay they're gonna find the red one we kind of figured that from next time on survivor mm-hmm. Uh, but the yellow one, I feel like, was way more important tonight. It just didn't get played. Well, so, And also, it's just a hint. I mean, you don't want to be giving away everything. If the yellow one had dropped, we'd be like, oh, good. She's going to find out how to burn her candle or whatever. And they could just drop the wax idol on the ground, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, it's, I just want I just want to point out that the opening theme song both weeks has been fe- fo- uh, sorry, focused on the red idol. Yes. I don't know. So maybe, maybe that means maybe a lot. Maybe it's more important. We have heard a lot about the red. We have heard a lot about right. it. I hope it's sure. Gosh, I hope it's important with how much time they spent on the Red Tribe about it. Okay, so we go over to the Bello Tribe. Yes, this week we learned how to say the name. I thought it was Bello. <laughs> and yes, for those who have asked, we do only watch the episode the one time and mere five to ten minutes later after it's done is when we record. We do not record after watching it two or three times. We don't I don't have like a spreadsheet with, no, you know, like, no, I just take notes. I watch and here we are. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. Here we are, as they say. Okay, so Jake inhales too much smoke. And it seems like this might be season two. This happened to he who shall not be named, Mike Scoopin. Uh, he fell in the fire. Because well, it was he inhaled not too much that smoke bad. as well. But it, it wasn't that bad. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't think we've had anyone since Scoopin in season two, like inhale too much smoke. And I mean, Jake was, if there was nobody else there, I mean, it Jake did recover, yeah. but yeah. if nobody else was there, I've been like more worried. But thankfully, mm-hmm. Kendra was there. Yeah. She could have saved him if he had done something. Mm-hmm. Whereas nobody was near scooping when he did. He just fell in the fire and like yeah. passed out. So scary. Yeah, it was. I was like, geez, like we, last week we were like, maybe he had like a seizure or something. I, I don't know which one's worse. I feel like this inhaling smoke has got to be the least worse because at least it's not like something your body just did on its own. Mm-hmm. But Jake doesn't even remember what happened. Right. He definitely passed out. 
Yeah, he definitely passed out. Thankfully, I was, I'm surprised there wasn't more of a follow up to that as far as like medical checking on him or something. And maybe there was. They might have like, checked on him and it was just nothing. Yeah. That would be why they didn't include it. Yeah. 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 I, last week when they showed next time Jake Fallen was like, oh, no. I do want to point out that I did mention it. CBS ads used a lot of Jake in his gray shirt with no buff on talking with a beard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, he's making mergatory. Well, they just showed it next time on Survivor for episode four. So I yes. guess maybe it wasn't as far out in the future as I thought. Some people just grow beards really quickly. Yeah. Well, he did come onto the show with some facial hair already. He did, it wasn't clean. Right. But my point is that that wasn't a mergatory confessional. That was an episode four professional after the tribe swap. That's right. why he didn't have a buff on. Yeah. Yeah. So now we know the truth. The truth. And I need to acknowledge that. Okay. That you sometimes jump to conclusions. How dare you in this political environment? Mm. All right. Kendra talks to Jake and they're very honest with each other. And there were some good things in this conversation. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, basically Kendra just says, Hey, we haven't really talked strategy yet. It's day six, by the way, yeah. for those wanting to know. And Jakey's like, I understand. Uh, this is two way street. So sorry about that. But basically Kendra just says, you know, I feel like good on Jake. I can trust you. I can work with you. I don't trust Bruce and I don't want to work with Bruce. How dare she say that by the way. <laughs> And Jake's just like, yeah, sure. I'd want to work with you, too. And that's the conversation. Well, I feel like, well, there's some important tidbits because they they include in the show for a reason. Number one, Kendra is learning to trust Jake. Jake acknowledged, hey, you know, and I agree. Like, it feels like a lot of times in life and in Survivor, it's like a life lesson. It's like, oh, why is this person talk to me? Well, have you tried talking to that person? Mm -hmm. It's a two way street. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to talk to somebody, you can talk to them. They can talk to you. It's you don't have like why you don't sit on your hands away for somebody to come talk to you. You can talk to them. Uh, but it's been talked about in other seasons, like waiting to get it's you're waiting for your first kiss. It's like, I want them to come kiss me because it's easier that way. I don't have to make the risk, but maybe I should go kiss them. They've talked about that. that that's the analogy. Mary shaking her head. That's the analogy of using our prior season. I don't remember what season it was, but that's it comes ahead. It comes to my head. So here, Jake. Like acknowledge like, hey, it's also my fault not to talk to you. Like, it's not just you. Like, yeah, taking the blame off of Kendra. It's a good social move. Yeah. And Bruce, Kendra says, hasn't even talked to her. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Social. We're on day six. Yeah. There's only six people in your tribe. You haven't even been to tribal. Right. Like, don't wait till tribal. This is bad on Bruce. Mm-hmm. Bad on Bruce. I'm trying to say mm-hmm. not great for one of my winter picks. Not at all. Um, Yeah. So I just want to point that out because I think they included for a reason. Even though we saw the tribe swap for next time on Survivor and Bruce and Jake are on Lulu. Yeah. So hopefully things turn around over on that tribe. We'll hopefully. see. But I don't know if Kendra switches. I didn't catch everybody and where they were. I don't know. I have no idea. So I'm not sure. We'll see if this pans out. Right. Anything. I don't know if it's going to matter that much with the tribe swap, but we'll see. And that's why I feel like even tonight when we were, when they were talking about all the strategy and blue, I'm like, man, they're doing all the strategy talk before the immunity challenge with blue. And it's kind of like, is this, it, I feel like they're not going to tribal tonight. So I told you, I thought red was going for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause it feels like red's like so clear cut. Like who's, who's in charge. Who's not right. like red's going to tribal blue. I feel like the show doesn't even know. And it's true. Apparently the show doesn't really know cause they don't go to tribal. Well, I, th- I think it could be important for future relationships because we mm-hmm. do have clear pairs here. Sure. And so it, it not all those pairs are going to get split up or if they do, you know, are they going to get back together at the merge or whatever? And potentially the mergatory, the earn the merge is that in episode six, we're only three weeks or from today. We're four weeks away, I guess, mm-hmm. but we're three weeks away, three episodes away. Oh, is that three weeks away? Four, five, six. We're three weeks away from right now. 
Yeah, so your, your math's confusing. Well, we'll no, see because they're doing a legit tribe swap. They might push off to episode right. seven. I don't what, know. So I guess what I'm saying is, yeah. if these alliances weren't important, they would just be doing fun, like oh, Uncle Bruce content, being goofy or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but they you can't know? do too much of that because then we'll start getting suspicious. Sure, I'm yeah. just saying it doesn't have to be all strategy True. about who's aligned with who. If it isn't going to come up at some point, yeah. Bruce I would is imagine. annoying people. Katura's like trying to paint the target on Bruce. If Katura doesn't move over to Lulu, then it really won't matter until the merge when mm-hmm. Bruce and Katura maybe come to a head. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We shall see. I feel like if for those who are wanting some comparisons here, Bruce and Katura reminds me of season 43, Gabler and Ellie, season 44, Josh and Jam Jam. Mm-hmm. We have people who are like at odds, like in Bruce doesn't has not acknowledged Katura as being at odds with him though. So I'm a little worried Katura has the upper hand because she's the only one who's annoying. It's like Russell and Rob in uh, Heroes vs. Villains. For five episodes, Russell's like, he's not my daddy. I'm the daddy. <laughs> you know, Russell's like going all on Rob and Rob doesn't realize till like episode five or six that Russell's even mad at him. I mean, there's always somebody trying to get somebody else out. Yeah, but I'm talking about and like, like a long, mad. Yeah, I yeah. know. And I need to acknowledge that apparently I didn't know this. So I posted the Russell and Natalie video on Monday Mm -hmm. because it was scheduled for like months. Like Mm -hmm. all the stuff, like all my video posts are like months in advance. That's why I say on Patreon, it's like six months in advance. So I posted that. And then like apparently later on that day or yesterday or something on Tuesday, Russell goes and posts Wendell's phone number and Russell on his birthday. This is going to law offhand, but I want to mention it because got a bunch of comments about it. Russell like po- like getting all mad at Wendell Holland and like <laughs> like on his birthday. It's how he's spending his birthday. It's like, bro, like grow up. That's sad. Yeah. You think when you get older, you get more mature, but get more set in your ways. Anyways, I couldn't mention Russell Hanson, not mention that. So I am aware of it. And once people commented about it, I went and looked. I was like, oh, wow. Russell needs to chill out, bro. Mm. All right. So uh, we go to the Red Tribe. Most important thing happens. The most important thing. This is the most important thing on the Rev Tribe because nothing else is more important. Okay, maybe one thing. But the crab ate the Red Tribe's okay, breakfast. I was gonna say, what are you talking about? <laughs> it ate the, it ate it ate it ate the worms. And for some reason they're like, well and they were disappointed. Guess I, was not so, eating the I was so confused. I was like, so you get wor- crab instead of worms. Isn't that maybe a the good crab deal? sucks? I would think it would be much more food than a couple of worms. When I was living in Cuba, those crabs are everywhere and they smell horrific. Okay, I don't well, know if I want to put them in my when mouth. When you're really hungry yeah, it's true. and you're willing to eat worms, yeah. I think you'd be willing to eat a crab. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't I wasn't starving. In I Cuba. was waiting for like the punchline. Freedom, but you know. Because you were incarcerated? <laughs> no, because I, cause, <laughs> all right, I was in the Navy. I was in Cuba, and you can't leave the base without taking vacation. You only get like so many weeks a year. So, yeah, it felt like I was in prison. Anyways, Anyways. I was waiting for the punchline of them being like, because Sifu was like, I, I have a surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, there's worms in the pot or whatever. Yeah. And then there's this crab, and I was waiting for the punchline. That line. is the punchline. And the, but the, nobody laughed. Nobody looked happy. I don't know. It I was, wasn't funny I for was them. So it was confused. funny for us, I guess. It was a weird scene. Yeah. I got to well, That's how they started the Red Tribe because. God forbid Red Tribe gets any other content the rest of this episode unless it's about that stupid beware advantage. I mean, they get a lot of content this episode, but it's just the Reba 4, which they don't have an alliance name yet, so I can't call them anything. But And who knows if they'll all be together still. Austin, uh, D, and Jill, right? Yeah, Julie. 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 I don't know. I thought this was an interesting scene, though. Well, I mean, all this stuff's interesting. It just feels kind of like this is all the Red... like. What's going on with Jay Maya? What's going on with Sifu? Oh, nothing apparently. Well, they're on the outs and doesn't matter. All we care about they're is not going to win. 
They're the Shans of the tribe. How dare you? Jemai and Sifu. Unfortunately, like I really like Sifu. I want more more Sifu content. Yeah. But I don't know. He's not not connecting with people or something. I guess not. Something we're not quite understanding about Sifu's storyline for sure. Mm -hmm. I feel I I mean, same with Jemaya to an extent, but like Sifu seems like a cool dude. So like, why isn't he connecting with people? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So Austin and Drew are partners in crime. They go and they look for this fallen ex, but they don't tell D and Julie. So D and Julie catch Drew and Austin's like walking somewhere else. Like he's doing a terrible job of looking at apparently. <laughs> there's only like two, like there's only like four people he's trying to keep a lookout for. And he's just like off in La La Land looking for coconuts. Well, he was getting an excuse ready for when they came back. Well, they both, they were both ill prepared. But yes, they, they kind of failed. And Drew handles this terribly for all his talk about being a good survivor player. This was so yeah. bad. Maybe, you know what? There's a survivor computer game now. I think it's on Xbox as well or whatever uh, called survivor castaway Island. Maybe Drew would be better at that because here, this is some bad play. It's a good thing. He's already in alliance with them and he does make other good moves, but this was like, Drew's not meant to lie. Drew just need, probably just needs to tell the truth. Right. From now on. I, or he has to be able to plan it very meticulously and have time to think about it or something. Because, yeah, they ask him a question right out and he just turns and walks away. Yeah. From them and then He's comes like an back duck. and it's like, oh, yeah, I was just digging there because Sifu was digging there. And so oh, we yeah. thought we'd look. <laughs> Sifu was digging there. And that's why you've never seen Sifu over here because he was digging here. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. And I will say this was a really good point. Point for D though and mm-hmm. Julie, I guess, is that the way they handled the way they handled it because yeah. they they chose to take him for face value even though they felt like something was off. Yes, and they knew something was off, right? And later they helped. They still helped them look. They still give them the mm-hmm. next clue. They didn't blow up the alliance over this, right? They, I think they were kind of like, okay, this is still early in our game. We still really want to work with these people. Sure, they made a mistake. They're trying to keep stuff from us, but maybe there'll be times we want to keep stuff from them. I don't like. They didn't say that, but that's kind of what I would be thinking is. I'm still going to work with these people. I'm still going to put my trust in these people because this is what I'm working with right now. So I think they handled it really well um, and we're smart about it. But yeah, it was just it was just the way they handled it. It was just like, oh, come on, guys. Can you not have a little bit more? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say can you be better liars than that? But basically, yeah. Can you be better? liars? Yeah. Like than if that? you're going to do something like this, you got to be better with your cover up. Right. Or just tell the truth. Or That's just, usually yeah, just tell the easiest. <laughs> We're looking for an idol because this tree looks like interesting, right? It's an X. Wouldn't you think there be might might be an idol around here? You don't even have to tell me I have the wear advantage if you don't want, but for sure. So Drew brilliant blames Sifu, and that's kind of where we leave it at. They don't find the beware advantage. Nothing. Yeah, not yet. Mm-hmm. So we have the reward challenge next, but first we have board game time. Board game time. Hey, hey a jingle. Board game time. I know, I know. Board game time. So explorers of the North Sea was given to us by Garfield Games, along mm-hmm. with the expansion, Rocks of Ruin. And this is a two to four player, though with the expansions two to five player game. And Mary, can you explain like what kind of game this is? So this is a strategy worker and tile placement game. So that I'm used to tile placement games and mm-hmm. I'm used to worker placement games. It's this like Carcassonne. Is, yeah, this is a combination of both where you place tiles and your workers and so it was really fun. It has it has like several different paths to getting points, but it's not overwhelming. Like there's not too many paths. Um, but yeah, it's basically like you 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 place tiles to create the North Sea, and then you explore the North Sea and get resources and have battles and get victory points. And it's really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I really enjoyed it too. 
I I will say we played this game probably three times more than we do most board games we do before we review them. I think it's actually accurate. I think it was literally three Mm -hmm. times more than we normally do. Mm -hmm. It's because we brought over to a friend's house and they played it and they're like, oh my gosh, pull out the expansion right now. (laughs) Yeah, like they they played one game and they're already ready for the expansion. I'm like, whoa, hold your horses while we play the base game again. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I call it competitive exploration. Mm-hmm. Because you don't fight each other directly, but man, can you really screw somebody's up, screw somebody's game up by putting tiles in places to ruin what they're doing and or not helping them. And yeah, and then the expansion itself adds a lot of cool changes that I think enhance the game. But don't complicate it too much because sometimes expansions can really complicate yeah. the game. And it's like, I don't really want to play with the expansions mm-hmm. now. You've con- like uh, for me, Catan expansions. I'm like, eh, it's kind of like a hassle now to pull you out. Not this one. This one, I feel like the expansion goes hand in hand with this. So thank you, Garfield Games. Uh, we greatly appreciate the game. Check it out. Links in the description, everybody. Okay, so we go to the reward challenge, Mary. Tell yes. me all about it. So the reward challenge. First off, I'm surprised we even have a reward challenge. Well, I, I was, thought logistically they wouldn't have time, but apparently they did. Yeah, we were 17 minutes into the episode. I'm like, oh, challenge it has to be a reward. Glad I was glad. I mean, I'm always happy to see a reward challenge. Um, but basically, you have to start on a platform and then you run or swim through the water to get to the beach and then you take a ball and you throw it onto a beam that has a track and then you run through a little obstacle course and you have to catch the ball before it drops on the other side and then um once you get all four balls and all four teammates onto your mat you throw it into a basket to try and raise a three-pronged beam and then you toss three rings onto the beams and of course the first team to get three uh rings onto their their beam Mm -hmm. gets the reward and the reward was a fruit platter which we were both talking about like past survivor probably chocolate cake chocolate cake i mean there would have been Mount fruit maybe maybe chicken pizza yeah. or whatever but it's fine they get fruit it's it's only episode three it is only episode three yeah um it's better than nothing rewards but rewards have to ramp up over time if you start at mound of pizza well where do you go from there a mountain of pizza i'm just saying it seems like an a island lot, of pizza a lot of calories burn for very few calories in return <laughs> but um anyways and then then the other interesting aspect to it is the winning tribe gets to raid one of the other tribes mm-hmm. and they could pick second or third. It didn't have to be the losing tribes. I'm ha- I'm 50, 50 on the camp raid, but let's talk through challenge real quick because in a shocker of all shockers, Lulu gets first. Yeah. Caleb dominates that ring toss. Mm-hmm. He, he's gone to the carnival a few times himself. He dominates the ring toss. Reba gets second. Bello. See, I said it correctly. Bello gets last. Yes. And I was like, whoa, the tides have changed. The Brandon's have gone. Been. I was so excited. They were so hyped. I mean, it was so sweet. They just like immediately started celebrating. And Emily was like hugging everybody. It was so fun. And I'm like, yes, they finally get. Let's be honest. If Brandon was there, there would have been no celebrating like you're of describing. Not. They, Brandon would still be doing the ball going down the ramp thing right Probably. now. After tripping through all the ropes. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm so sorry, guys. But I can tell you about every single second boot that's ever happened. Oh and they're like, gosh. that's not a useful skill, Brandon. <laughs> By the way, I like Brandon. Nothing against Brandon. I just think it's funny. So, yeah, they were all celebrating. It was a feel good moment. We we're like, finally, they've turned the tide. Little did we know. But finally, that moment, we we thought this is it. Yeah. We was on track. We, we finally thought, OK, they've got momentum. They can do this. So we both knew, though, Emily was not being sent. No, I mean, no, no. To the other tribe. No way. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, if she was truly on the bottom, I guess it would have been fine because then you send somebody who the other tribe is going to be mad at or whatever, Maybe. but then you're just going to vote them out. I, 
I guess that makes sense, but there's a risk because that person who's on the bottom could become friends with people on the air tribe, sure. which is what Caleb tried doing. And yes. he might have. I don't know. We have no I idea think, yet. Yeah. If anything, I think Caleb put a target on his back based on what the show told I'm us. I'm afraid of that too. I think he went way too hard when he went over there. He schmoozed too hard. Too hard. Too hard on the schmoozing. But he volunteered to go. Yes. And everyone agreed. So it wasn't he's like the leader of the Lulu tribe. He does he does seem to be the leader. Yeah. For sure. Based on what we've seen. And in fact, I think Drew at one point says that Caleb the like seems oh, yeah. to be the leader, leader of the tribe. Yes. So when Caleb goes over there, Drew's like, I'm not surprised at all. I could tell right away that Drew was uh, that Caleb was the leader of the tribe. I don't I'm sure that's true. Like who else is leading the tribe, I guess. And I'm sure Drew has some good intuition. But it, it might be just a little bit of. So I'm personally, and I want your opinion on this. I'm pro camp raid. Sure. Are you pro camp raid or anti camp raid? Uh, it doesn't really seem fair because they want it in a challenge. And I don't like that things that you win in a challenge could be taken away. But at the same time, it's happened several times in Survivor. So it's like something that you should at least expect to happen. But I am anti the goodwill advantage being forced. Mm. I don't like that. I don't like that Caleb had to give it to somebody. Yeah. Why can't the goodwill advantage be if you want to make friends with somebody, you can give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, nobody gets it, including you. Like, it's not like Caleb ever gets it. Sure. No matter what. I don't like that. They forced him to give it to somebody because they for their I, I they've given they've been doing really good this season by giving people options. Mm-hmm. You have the option to pick up the way revenge. If you don't want it, put it back. Right. You have the option when you get the idol to sacrifice your vote to make it last long. You have the option. There's no sure. option here. Yeah. There's no option. You're forced to you're forced to give somebody on the air tribe an advantage. Mm-hmm. Garbage. I don't like that. I like the advantage fair. itself though is fine. Yeah. Advantage itself is fine. Goodwill advantage is very fairly balanced. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the forcing Caleb to get somebody I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Should be an option. If you want to give somebody, if you don't want to, fine. Caleb probably would have given somebody anybody anyways because that I'm was sure. his personality. Yeah. But you just never know. Yeah. And that's why you make it an option. So mm-hmm. Survivor wanted to force it. And sure enough, they got an advantage into the hands of the Red Tribe. And it doesn't even matter because the Red Tribe all has their votes now by the end of the episode. So right. I don't even know if it will matter in the long run. Well, it could help them build relationships, whatever. Yada, yada. But I mean, because technically, if somebody else, I mean, nobody on Bellow that we know of has found the Beware Advantage. Right. That I'm so really shocking. disappointed. We're already in episode three. The other two tribes already have their idols. Yeah. I mean, one's already gone, but we're on day eight now. Yeah. It's just like, have you guys not found anything? Yeah, Is it that just so on? much fun at your camp that you just, I mean, the other two seemed almost obvious. Like one was yeah. in the tree. Are they not looking on the walking path at Wayside? <laughs> Maybe that's where they are looking and they haven't found it. Maybe. Survivor, for as much as Jeff says he doesn't listen to the fans, somebody's listening because they've changed quite a few things this season i really like how difficult it is to they've get complained idols. about yeah. people complained about for seasons including us about how hard, easy it was to find mm-hmm. idols they changed it mm-hmm. they complained last season lots of complaints about how easy it was now to get, just like know how all the puzzles work they changed them mm-hmm. jeff said in an interview we've changed all of the puzzles mm-hmm. uh and what was the other thing they brought they're bringing back the auction this season they brought back the theme song no matter what you want to say no matter what Jeff wants to say, is what I'm saying. They're, they're somewhat, someone's listening to the fans. It may not be Jeff, but somebody is. Sure. Or maybe Jeff is and he just doesn't want to admit it. Pick one. <laughs> Could be. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, I just brought this out of the goodness of my heart. No, because mm-hmm. you were listening. Well, to get back to the raid for a moment. Yeah. If you were Caleb, I thought he started out 
well eh. by just like making everybody laugh and talking to them. You gotta steal from some you gotta steal from them, so you gotta do something here positive. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he starts off positive. Yes, and he start, he's trying to just get to know people personally on a personal level. I think he took it a bit too far when he did say, can I meet with you all one-on-one? How would you guys feel about that? Yeah. Like, that is obviously a strategy move. I don't think it's necessary. And, I mean, I, I know it worked because he had to give the goodwill advantage to somebody. But at the same time, it seemed uh, just like one step too far. Like, go over there, make jokes, laugh, have yeah. fun, whatever. Get your item slip the beware advantage to somebody you think might use it or you know but don't be like hey can i have a one-on-one with each of you and mm-hmm. just see how things are going i don't know that, so, that was where i was like eh, a little bit of red flag but there. the positive side is drew revealed to him this, oh yes yeah. well i mean that was good i'm just saying because because caleb gave him the goodwill advantage drew did go ahead and reveal his advantage to to caleb as well so obviously he got a lot of information pros and cons right there, there is pros and cons. I don't know why Drew, Drew just seems to like just whatever he feels like in that moment. I don't know. I was very confused. That's Drew just he tells him. everyone, but just also like, doesn't tell anyone. Was he trying to flex and say, "Oh yeah, I also have an advantage"? Or I don't well, Caleb, know. yeah, because he just told Caleb that, and this is just one hundred one, one hundred one of Survivor. Don't mm-hmm. tell anyone about any advantage you ever have ever. Right. Like you just don't like that's information is power. I mean, Caleb got for free. Caleb asked, you know, oh, so you went to the summit? Did you lose your vote? Mm-hmm. Um, he told him the truth, and he said, no, you know, yeah, I yep. got the safety without power. I, you could have just been like, no, I decided to race. I don't know, like, what's going through my your vote. what's going through your mind when you're like, yeah. okay, I'm just gonna tell this random stranger uh, about the safety without power. Well, we've already determined Drew's not the best player. He he seems he's seems to be positive in some areas. I mean, he's in the majority alliance. Like, yeah. You know, he's not in a bad position, but at the same time, he's not the best player because he is just out here freely giving information. Yeah. I'm just confused by his gameplay sometimes. Sure. It doesn't make sense. It's only episode three. He hasn't been to tribal yet. So we really don't know anything right. like yellow tribes. The only tribe that's been put to the fire <laughs> and has been tested. So in this case, though, pros and cons, if he just told everyone, hey, I was given this goodwill advantage, I have to give it to you guys. So here, take it. You guys figure who wants it. Then negative. He doesn't find out about safety without power. But. He does find out about it. That's a pro. But con is as people are like, mm, can't kill. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And that might be a bigger con than finding out about safety without. Power. Oh, yeah. I so, agree. Information is as good as information is in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to maintain your threat level is, I think, a little bit more important. And that just really raised his threat level for the whole tribe. I think the whole tribe was like, oh, he's playing us. You know, mm-hmm. I think Julie said something about he's really playing us, guys. He's so like the tribe swap coming. This could be. Yeah, it could be deal. really bad. <laughs> I'm nervous for my number one. Ha <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we uh, do see while they're talking, schmoozing before he talks to everyone one on one. Sifu makes a song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jay Maya, I think you can see it in her face. She's like, this is not the kind of music I sing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Sifu's like making a rock song. Jay Maya probably sings like. My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. I have no idea. I have no idea either. I'm just guessing. Just mm-hmm. guessing over here. But yeah, it doesn't like it's funny. Sifu's a goof. And it like I'm I don't get it. Why doesn't Sifu connect with the other people? I like how is am. he on the outs? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't know. If I we was ha- there, we, I'd be friends with Sifu. And we're not really shown like no one's been like, oh, Sifu's being so annoying or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's just like they don't talk about him. Yeah, he's not getting to. the Bruce at it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All right. 
so that all happens there. Uh, we go back to the Lulu tribe and Sean's, this is Sean's like one of his few moments of the episode. He's like, Emily's really turned it around. Mm -hmm. She's really turned it around. It wasn't just like a temporary thing. This Emily I could work with. And I'm like, nice. Yeah. Uh, Sabaya says she can't sit with Caleb at the end of the game. And that is just trouble. I mean, it's episode three. Mm -hmm. You can't be thinking about that. You should be thinking about that to an extent. But But when you're down to, yeah, four people on your tribe and you keep losing, why would you vote out Caleb, who's one of the best players on your tribe? I mean, that just feels like it's going to guarantee you. And I know they don't know, or maybe they're thinking them. Emily was the easy vote. Emily was such the easy vote. I, I, and Caleb was ready to do it because that's the right strategic move. He was, he was ready. But Sabaya had to just like mix everything up. Yep. And it's comic, comically funny to me. How many times, how many times this episode Sabaya could have not gone home? Mm -hmm. This is the first one. Her targeting Caleb. Well, you said earlier if she would have told Emily about her. Well, but well, let's let's think about this through. Like, yes, that's that is a that's a big one. But she could have gotten to never gotten to the point where that even mattered because number one, right here, yeah, just target Emily. Yeah, like who cares? Yeah, I and I think Sean would have gone either way. Like, I don't think he would have been like, no, I no, think I'm going to get Sabaya out yeah, instead. No, Sean would have voted. No, Sean would have voted for yeah. Emily. I think, in fact. Wasn't he the lone vote against Caleb tonight? Yeah. yeah. So Sean would vote Sabaya. You got to vote. Now, Sabaya this moment doesn't have a vote, but that's part of the... <laughs> that's what's so comically funny to me tonight is because Sabaya, sure, she doesn't vote here, but she does end up getting a vote because she does what we all said last episode, put it at Tribal Council. I'm jumping ahead mm-hmm. a little bit here. She puts the wax out on Tribal Council. Jeff's annoyed. You could tell in his face, yeah. Jeff's annoyed. <laughs> He's You're like, this is, not my how, this is not how we intended oh, this to no. go. <laughs> we should have been more specific in our instructions. You better believe 46 will know about this. So anyways, uh, oh, how dare they? <laughs> so <laughs> she burns it. She could have played the idol. Not only had she not sacrificed her vote, mm-hmm. she could have played the idol. Had she sacrificed her vote, she still could have played the idol. She had an idol. Either way, she had an idol tonight. And so I, either way, she did not play an idol. I was, tonight. I guess I was a little confused by that. So it says the idol is only good for one tribal. Does that mean that tribal? Yes, that okay. was the tribal. I mean, I guess that makes yeah. sense. I just, because she got it at that tribal, does that count? That's or, the tribal. You know, I, yeah. That's the tribal. I so am. whether she sacrificed or didn't sacrifice her vote, she could have played the idol tonight. Mm-hmm. She had an idol no matter what. Right. It, her vote was up in the air, but at the end of the day, it didn't really matter because mm-hmm. had she played her idol, Caleb goes home, which is what she wanted. Right. So not only did she socially mess up Mm -hmm. in multiple ways by number one, keeping Emily in the dark about her wax idol and then number two, targeting Caleb. But number three, she could have played her idol two different times in two different, no matter what scenario was, she could have played her idol. Mm -hmm. So there's like three different ways that Sabaya screwed up tonight and got herself out of the game. Yeah. Huge social and strategically. Sabaya got herself out of the game tonight. Oh, man. She blindsided herself, essentially. Right. It's so she ironic because Emily ke- keeps getting ragged on for being a bad social player. Mm-hmm. And yet Emily, through her social relationship with Caleb, saves Caleb mm-hmm. and herself. And Sabaya is the one that goes home. And at one point, Emily even says, Caleb, as Emily's on top of the game. Caleb, Emily says, Caleb lacks perspective on how much of a target he is. Yes. She says this before Sabaya says, or. No, she does say this right after Sabaya says Caleb can't be at the end with her. Mm-hmm. And it's like Emily's like, how's Emily at the top of this tribe? It's like, <laughs> well, she's not. I think everyone is 
is a little bit lacks perspective about their own weaknesses. Obviously, it takes other people telling you what your weaknesses are. But I think Emily and Caleb do make a great team because he can soften her down and she can help him see the things that he's missing. Um, So, yeah, I I am really excited about them. I'm so glad that tonight's episode went the way that it did. But but it it was just ironic that both Caleb and Sabaya were shown to have these social flaws. And Emily, the one that everyone keeps ragging on about her social skills, is the one that kind of comes out looking really good in this episode. Now, a weakness I definitely don't have is cutting you off at the end of your thought. So I don't have that weakness. Right. Maybe one day someone will tell me a weakness I have, but it's not that. <laughs> definitely not. All right. Got that out of the way. Okay. So <laughs> all the bellow men go out to fish. So the women get to talk. And they're like, well, you know what? I mean, Kendra's like, you know what? Jake's actually pretty great. Mm-hmm. We should keep Jake around. We like Jake. Yeah. And we know Kelly on the side has a thing with Brando. Mm-hmm. Bruce is on the outs. Right. Bruce is annoying. Katura's like anytime if she's like, everyone loves Bruce though. That's what she says. Everyone yes. loves Bruce. Even though we've heard the, the show's making a point that Bruce is annoying. Um, but Katura's like, Bruce needs to go. He's everyone loves him. And any chance somebody get somebody says something negative about Bruce, I'm going to jump on that. But like, no one's really given her an opportunity to jump on that until now. Apparently she keeps saying it. I mean, even here it was like minor. Yeah, it was minor. Well, I think Kendra said, you know, I could see working with, with Jake and she said, what, I would keep him much over Bruce. I would much rather keep him over Bruce. Yeah. And Kendra's like, oh, Bruce, you went Bruce out. Bruce is so annoying, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruce murdered think, my whole family. I think Kelly jumped in there, too, because she didn't want Brando's name coming up. So she'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I could see, you know, I could see getting rid of Bruce or whatever. Pretty casual. Oh, good thing we got Tri-Swap <laughs> coming up for Bruce, man. I'm telling you. I can't believe you just skipped over Brando's bad joke, though. Uh, I didn't write it down because I didn't think it was that interesting. Go for it. What was Brando's oh, amazing joke? Oh, you have the note either. <laughs> well, I so wasn't that great. No, I, I said I didn't have to write it down. Oh, OK. All right. Go ahead. I think we should have a bad joke session of the podcast. All right. Go for no, it. No, he just he made people laugh. And that's all that matters. He said, where did the fish go to get, what, what, what bank did the fish go to? And he said he went to the loan shark or something. Yeah, I almost stabbed I myself the f- in the head when I heard this terrible joke. <laughs> I like bad dad jokes. Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah, so we, we hear a lot about uh, iffy alliances at the Bellator. Yeah. And Kelly talks to Brando. She's like, we're in the middle. And I'm like, even throughout all this, throughout everything we saw, I'm like, I'm still like, like, you know, that's how they're presenting it, but it doesn't really feel like we know. Like, I know mm-hmm. they're saying, it, but it doesn't feel like we know where everyone stands. Yeah. And I told you, I'm like, I bet you Blue doesn't go travel tonight. Like, it just feels yeah. like they spent all this time talking about strategy. We haven't heard any strategy. That's why I thought Red was going. Mm-hmm. Like, we've heard no strategy from Red, aside from the endless talks of the beware advantage. And we and we have all this talk about strategy on Blue, but it feels like they're only doing it to keep you in the loop on Blue because Blue's not going. Mm-hmm. Little did we know. Little did I know. It yeah, was, we should have. It ex- was Lulu the whole time. We should have expected it would be Lulu, but I don't know. <laughs> Lulu, I was just really hoping it wouldn't be. Lulu's like the Spanish Inquisition. You just never see them coming. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Even though you should. <laughs> no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Isn't that the joke? I have no idea. All right. We got to watch more Monty Python. All right. So uh, Austin lies when he tells Dee and Julie about when he found the Beware Advantage. Mm-hmm. And then Drew reveals the seafood thing was a lie. Yeah. And if I was Dee and Julie, I'd be like, red flag, red flag, red yeah. flag, red flag. Again, I, yes, because it's obvious that they're lying. So obvious. At the same time, again, if I had found an advantage with my number one alliance member 
and then got caught in it, would I also be fumbling my way out of it? I think that's probably what they're thinking. And they're they're thinking, okay, well, at least they're being honest with us now. Yeah. Even though we caught them mm-hmm. and we're, we're still going to work. And we together. have some easy votes still in J. Maya and possibly see you. Yeah. So they weren't that worried about it. I think they're just happy to be on loop. They're on a Lulu situation where they keep losing members. Right. Andrew told all four of them about um, the goodwill power and yeah, the goodwill advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Yeah. He told about goodwill and I think they all knew about safety without power. So it's like, you know, they're in the plus category. There are Mm -hmm. some minuses, but they're overall in the plus category. So they probably feel overall good, but still survivor. You can't fully trust. Right. And I think they want to keep an eye on it, obviously, but they know that for now, this is who they're working with. Yeah. And when, and you know, you can't fully trust everyone, anyone, everyone survivor, because there was this one time, and this is a bit of a spoiler. So those who don't know, there was this one time where a war crime was committed in season 27 and Sierra voted out her own Own birth mother. Mm -hmm. She voted her out and they didn't throw her in jail. Mm -hmm. I that year i it was a blur i don't remember the rest of the year <laughs> <laughs> okay there's no running jokes this season all right i haven't okay. found one yet go ahead now i'm just gonna say i really yeah. like how they have hidden the idols this season because we had the wax idol sorry mm-hmm. i just saw my note and i just remembered that d like finds this rope and pulls up yeah. this hammer with a message on it's it it's not on the walking path and then of you have to tight. go mash some rocks yes. it's like so fun it's like yeah. a treasure hunt i love treasure this hunts. is way better than the birdcage yeah. The birdcage was visually interesting and actually boring execution. Well, this is way better. This and is more interesting. I like the choice that they get. Mm-hmm. Let's might as well talk about now the choice they get. You either have an idol for one oh, tribal. Yeah. So all that work you went to is not for waste. It mm-hmm. is for it's a tribal. It's an idol for one tribal. Mm-hmm. Or you can sacrifice your vote till the merge mm-hmm. or you can sacrifice two votes. And that is your next two votes. I feel like you get to make decisions along the way, though. It's not like you locked in. You're locked in. Okay, I'm sacrificing two. It's. I don't think it's like that. Yeah. I think it's at tribal you make the mm-hmm. decision. So, so in this case, so you make you make calls as you go along. It's not like I remember Matt in 44. Remember when he was forced on that journey to lose like multiple votes, and it like affected like his whole pre-merge game. And the one that was in love with Franny. Oh yeah, Mary doesn't really remember. She's doing the look of not. I don't remember. I remember Matt and Franny. I don't yeah. remember this decision. Well, it, they did the stupid journey thing in forty four. I know, uh, and Matt lost his vote, and it like affected him through like I think even like the merge or whatever. So in this case, it's not. They're not. They can make decisions as they go, and I like mm-hmm. that. They have mm-hmm. an option. So I'm for this. They didn't. It was an actual search for it. Yes. It wasn't on the walking path at waist height. Yes. Or at knee height or mm-hmm. whatever. And, and I agree. I like that. It's not just a typical idol. Remember when in 43, Cody found a note literally pinned to a tree at eye height and he got to pick who he was secretly picking for the immunity challenge and it gave him immunity because that person won. Oh, yeah. Vaguely. And that was literally pinned to a tree at eye height. Like, yeah. Th- never do that again mm-hmm. that's ridiculous make them hard but to be fair that's like a very low chance of you getting an idol even though he did get it but yeah i'm just talking about the hiding of things sure. i don't really care about what's sure. in it <laughs> okay so jay maya walks up while they're digging for the and they find the rope and they bluff her and we don't hear anything from her so i'm assuming she fell for it i'm assuming yeah i'm assuming jay maya is a nobody <laughs> this season gotta be honest uh, Austin gets that and yeah it's a one tribal idol we don't know if he's going to sacrifice a vote but he doesn't have to make a decision until they go to tribal right. and he has his vote back now so yeah and he has his vote back well he had it back even without it but yeah because of the goodwill oh well sure yeah 
So the goodwill mm-hmm. now is just like a bonus. Like if somebody else loses a vote over something, mm-hmm. they got it. They're yep. Good. True. So. All right. We go to the immunity challenge. Unless you have something else before that. Nope. Tell me about the immunity challenge. The well, immunity, first of all, the immunity, immunity. There Grandpa Jeff says, "Good morning, Lulu. Good morning, Rita. <laughs> Mary, morning, coming Bella. in hot." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Good morning, Jeff." I don't know. It's just like, "Good morning, Jeff." Please don't roast us all on the on fire <laughs> podcast later. And so that was funny. But then, so it's you race with a cart, release two keys off of a really tall pole, mm-hmm. uh, unlock heavy puzzle pieces, put them on the cart. And Lulu was in second place for most of this challenge. Disassemble a cart to get through a barricade and then reassemble it to finish carrying the pieces and then solve a massive cube puzzle. Mm-hmm. And yes, Lulu, well, they struggled at the beginning to get the first key. But I mean, they were the second one to the puzzle. Yeah, they were in second place. Yes, and you you knew that they were going to lose because the music just all it just like changed. <laughs> well, also you could see it on their faces like they gave up and it, or they just feel like losers or something. I don't know what it is. It's just like they get to the end and they can't finish, and I, it was frustrating. But yeah, Reba wins first. Be, uh, Bello gets second. Lulu wasn't, I mean, they looked maybe halfway done, but I, you know, it was let's hard, talk so. about this though, because Reba gets first and that's when the sad music kicks in as mm-hmm. Reba's winning. Yeah. It's almost like the show wants you to care about Lulu. Lulu. Yeah. And not about Bilo and Reba. Mm-hmm. It's like they, they want, it's not triumphant music. Oh good. Look at the red tribe, and blue tribe right. winning. It's right. oh look. It's sad music. Yellow tribe is suffering yes. again. Mm-hmm. We want you to care about the Lulu tribe. Well, we do care about the Lulu Remember tribe. Remember that when we get to winner analysis later. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's important. It's very important. Very important. I feel like you're giving me because you're picking <laughs> a different person on the, on the Lulu tribe. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh Bruce thought the challenge, the way he's communicating is annoying people. I gotta give I, I'll give credit to Bruce here though, because that's the way people communicate in the military, and it's very effective. Is it? It's very effective. You just well for other military people, sure. Well, because the military, that's why the military is so effective at communication when doing things. Because just like it's like there's no emotion involved. Just boom, 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 boom. We're done. Like it's so. That's why it's. That's the first time I have ever. But but no, (laughs) military has a lot of issues, married communication wise. I'm talking about just when doing a task. I'm not talking about overall. Okay. (laughs) Mary's heard me complain a lot about just the absolutely horrendous. Anyone who's been in knows it's like the anyway, it's the whole thing. But I'm talking about when doing a task, something, something where people are just working together, doing a task. I'm not talking about overall issues. Uh, <laughs> it's very effective in the in that kind of thing. It's just like straightforward to the point. And it's like, but in this situation, you're not in the military. As we've seen so many times as Survivor, you're on Survivor mm-hmm. with other civilians. You're also a civilian, too. Yeah. And it's just like, Yeah. You got to like, well, there's ways of being concise Mm -hmm. and just saying what needs to be done without being frustrating Mm -hmm. or like cussing people out. Was he cussing? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I did not hear that. I I mean, he he didn't specifically say whatever, Jeremiah. No, I didn't hear him. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't didn't catch the cussing. Yeah. So, yeah, he was just being a little bit too aggressive, I think. Though in the military, there's a lot of cussing. Sure. (laughs) I understand. In case you were wondering. I I have... I have no doubt that he he said all he said with no ill intentions. Yeah. He was just trying to get the puzzle done. Like yeah. I I get that and yeah. I understand, but at the same time, you do have to learn how to communicate with the other people in your tribe and mm-hmm. how how they want to be talked to, especially in a tense situation. So. I guess what I'm saying is I understand, but also I understand this is not how you communicate on Survivor. Yeah, it's all about it's all contextual in the military. This is fine. 
in fact, that's even like that's the least amount of cursing I've ever heard from a military person in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on Survivor now, yeah, you got to be got to be better than that, which is unfortunate. Bruce, man, he's taken a huge. He's had a lot hit. of negative. My goodness, tonight, what yeah. did he do wrong? And at one point, people are like, "He's had this is his second chance." Like, bro, chill out. <laughs> he literally knocked his head in the first. He didn't even like he he did he had no chance in forty four. Okay, technically mm-hmm. he was on the cast, but like. The way people are like up in arms, like this is a second chance. Yeah. Like, all right, bro, chill. Yeah. Like it's like this is really his first chance. Yeah. It's uh. true. It, people are a bit too hard on him. Yeah. I think it is more of a personality thing than anything else. But that's just something people latch on to a reason to dislike you. And that's the reason. But we're watching. And this is, you know, everyone, please pray for us tonight. We're still watching Big Brother 25. Mm. And Sri's on that. She's been on what six shows now, and she won the Traders, and you know, and yet somehow people aren't annoyed at Sri, and she's had her chance at winning more money than they offer in Big Brother. Sure, people aren't mad at her, so that's what I'm saying. Like this is Bruce's second chance. Well, people should be on Big Brother. Like this is Sri's sixth chance or whatever. <laughs> but the reality is that Sri's so good socially. Yes. Right now, you guys are watching Big Brother. She's so good socially that. No matter what she's doing, whether she's being aggressive or not, nobody's ever like, this is three, six chance. Or yeah. She's annoying me. Mm-hmm. Where, well, you know, whereas Bruce, you know, episode three of Survivor is already getting, oh, he's annoying sometimes, mm-hmm. which is, well, yeah. So not great. I just wanted to do a quick comparison because we're still, unfortunately, everyone, as I said, please pray for us watching your brother. <laughs> so uh, anyways, I mean, thankfully, the show's almost done, right? I mean, I assume they're doing 100 days this season. Oh, boy. All right. So, Sabai, we get back to Wait, before we get back to camp. Okay. I think it's kind of important that seafood turns around and says, stay strong. And I think he's looking at Caleb, but he then he adds like everyone like really awkwardly. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So just just a note that I had. Yeah. So we get back to the Lulu tribe and Sabaya wants Caleb out. Caleb wants Emily out mm-hmm. as they talk to each other. Right. I mean, Sabaya doesn't tell Caleb to his face. We hear it through confessional. Uh, and then she says, well, we all were thinking last episode. There was like a million tweets about this at at the tribal council. I'm dropping my idol, my wax idol in the fire yeah. and cutting for jumping forward a little bit. She does it correctly. She doesn't ask for permission. Mm-hmm. She just does it. Yep. If you want Survivor and there's no rule saying you can't do X, Y, or Z, don't ask. Just do it. Just if do there's it. no rule against it, just do it. Don't mm-hmm. ask. You ask. Jeff has. Jeff then has to make a decision. He's even said this in commentaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you ask me something and we didn't clarify it already, then I have to make a call and the call's likely not to be in your favor. Right. So just don't ask. Just do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it makes for good TV. The fact that she even brought this up, we're all like, yes. Mm-hmm. No, I was excited because... I- yeah, obviously last yeah. week we were like, why she should do this, and then she did it, and it was fun. If these tribes weren't gifted water in a well like they are, this tribe would be dead. They have no fire. Yes. They were in day eight, no fire. Mm. Pathetic. It I gotta say, pathetic. pathetic. <laughs> I feel like they they didn't even try without. It doesn't feel like they've tried. Brandon was using his glasses at one point. Yes, he was. And then I know it's really hard to make fire with, by just rubbing sticks, but it is possible. But you could we've try. seen people in Fiji do it. Mm-hmm. Joe Anglum. I specifically remember him on Edge of Extinction landing on their beach and within like 30 minutes had fire made. Mm -hmm. No flint. Mm -hmm. Bro. Bro. And I could be misremembering, but that's why I remember. So I know in Fiji, this is possible to do. Right. Yeah. Just a skill issue. 
And you know it's bad when Brandon's the one that got the closest to making it happen. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't think he even got smoke. But anyways, I mean, but yes. he was he was the cl- he had yeah. the best idea. Without breaking your glasses in half and using both lenses, I think it's kind of hard to do mm. with just one. Yeah. So true. All right. Well, of course, I always I always wondered. I'm like, man, I wonder if I want Survivor. I have glasses. I could. Sometimes I'll get a pair and I could pop out the lenses really easily and pop them back in. Mm. That's probably how I would do it. Yeah. I'd figure out before I went on the show, like, okay, can I make these lenses like. Just flexible enough to get my lenses out without having to snap the frame in half. That's smart. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Unless they offer, unless they say I can have multiple glasses in case I lose one like or break one, pair. then I would break <laughs> the pair and take yeah. my back. Yeah. So <laughs> just in case you ever go on. Uh, all right. So Emily says, so Sabaya reveals about the idol. Emily makes a brilliant observation. What's this observation by Emily? That if Sabaya really wanted to work with her, she would have been honest earlier. And she's like, she's just now telling me this. Mm-hmm. Therefore, she doesn't really trust me. She just needs me for the vote. Tonight, yeah, she's basically. just telling me before the tribal, mm-hmm. which is the time when if people are telling you new information or, oh, now I trust you. They don't really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't really trust you. Which is fair. So I think at first Emily was OK with the Caleb vote as long mm-hmm. as it's not me. Yeah, let's yeah. do Caleb. That's fine. Until Sabaya pulled out that idol. And then she's like, like, you know, you know, I just can't because you're <laughs> your friend. I asked you last night why mm-hmm. you didn't vote. You know, I asked you. Two I've tried to now, talk actually. to you or two nights ago, yeah, whatever. Five, now we're on day seven. Right. And you haven't been honest with me. And now all of a sudden mm. you're going to be honest with me. And I think that just frustrated her. And it, yeah. and just the comparison to Caleb, who has this whole time been so caring to her. I'm pretty sure he like grabbed her hand when she was talking mm-hmm. at the at the end of the immunity challenge and Jeff's trying to get her emotions or whatever. Yeah. It's just like an honest connection yeah. versus this fake like, OK, we're going to work together. Yeah. Yay. Caleb made a genuine effort. Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. And which saved him tonight, because yes. if he hadn't, Emily was going to vote him out with with Sean and so by it. Well, it's about, you know, anyways. So em- Emily goes straight to Caleb. I was really worried he didn't believe her because oh. it didn't look like he believed. I mean, that's the way the show made you believe. I thought we were going to tribal having a one-one-one vote. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Caleb votes for Emily. Emily votes for uh, Sabaya, and Sean votes for Caleb. Mm-hmm. I assume is because, how it was going to go. Yes, that's that's what we were thinking. But anyway, who so votes on the revote? By the way, and that if that happened, because nobody who gets voted for can be can can vote. So who gets who gets to revote at that point? Caleb. Caleb voted for Emily. Emily can't vote. Nobody. Emily votes for Sabaya. So I already couldn't vote. Sean votes for Caleb. So Sean's the only one who gets to revote, and Sean would have got to make the decision. Sean would have oh. voted off Caleb. Ooh, that would have yeah. been bad. That would have been, been bad. bad. It's a good thing that Caleb listened. Yes. And yeah. I wonder, because I almost it almost seemed like at Tribal was when he decided. It felt like, and it could have been yeah. editing or whatever. It could have been right before. but It could have been before. It's just like at some point you have to be like, okay, do I trust Emily, who is like, Honest to a fault, mm-hmm. to the detriment, or do I go with Sabaya, who's been my ally this whole time, but I know can be conniving. So good on Caleb for making the right decision tonight. Um, I don't know. It was the whole tribal, I was just, I was into it. I was. Jeff is so annoyed the whole Jeff time. Jeff was kind of annoyed. <laughs> this season, Jeff has been annoyed so many times. He's losing his voice too. Yeah. Maybe it he wasn't like feeling it. good. Maybe he yeah. was sick. Yeah, which didn't help. Well, just Jeff has seems to be have seems to have been annoyed multiple times a season, and I'm here for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm here for it. You want to know another reason that Sean is not a player in this season? Besides the fact the show doesn't really care about his point of view, right? Yeah. So on their way to tribal, we do slow mo shot 
mm-hmm. close up of Caleb, mm-hmm. close up of Sabaya, yep. close up of Emily, of course, close up of Caleb, yep. <laughs> and then they Good go, to, they go to tribal, and I was just like, oh, that sucks. Like you don't even get your own close up on the way to tribal, and it's your tribal. I, I'm I, conflicted on this because on one hand, for Sean personally, that does suck. On the flip side, I find it funny because I had a bunch of people messaging me preseason. Sean's going to win. Sean, 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 you should pick Sean as your winner. Pick Sean. Ha ha. I don't think so. Right. Sorry. So Sabaya gets up to vote because we barely get any talking. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm thankful this season has been no stupid analogies. It felt so <laughs> forced and 44 when Heidi, I think that's almost forgot. She got third place. Uh, or wait, did she say she got second place? And she's like, do an analogy and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so over analogies. Like, can survivors stop forcing these and making them think they have to do it? We haven't gotten any this season yet. Mm-hmm. And at Tribal, it's almost like it was not important what anybody was talking about. It was only important about the wax idol. Well, yeah, because every five minutes, Sabaya is getting up to check on her idol. Mm-hmm. As and I would like, be too. Well, yeah, she should be. Yeah. But it just kind of cuts conversation but off her. Jeff's minute. like so, <laughs> so distracting. Yeah, and Jeff's like, Okay, well, let's just vote then. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you care about anyways. You don't care about me. <laughs> no, Jeff, you don't care about us, as you explained in your podcast. All right, so Sabaya goes up to vote, and they cliffhang whether she's going to sacrifice her or not, but you can tell by the way she was talking mm-hmm. that she was not like, oh, I need my vote. She really thought she had the numbers. She thought yeah. she had it. Mm-hmm. She thought Caleb and Sean were voting the way she wanted. Or wait, Emily and Sean were voting the way she wanted. Well, yeah. she also thought Caleb was winning for Emily. So, yeah. So, like, the whole time, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Mary, she sacrificed her vote. Yep. She sacrificed her vote. And yep. for the first time since Gabler won 43, I was on the edge of my seat. Because mm-hmm. 44 was just that dull. Yeah. Sabaya blindsided two to one. Good. <laughs> good. I mean, I have nothing at Sabaya. It was just a good right. blindside. And, I mean, if I was Sabaya, I think I would have done the same thing. If I was that confident in the votes that were being cast mm-hmm. and I had an idol that was only good for one tribal. I mean, I, I really think I would have done the same thing. Obviously it didn't work out for her, but I can't blame her yeah. for trying, you know, that she was playing the game. I do want to mention that. Hmm. I had something. I forgot it. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Great. <Good laughs> I want mention. to mention something. It felt important <laughs> at the moment, but I've already forgotten. So it must not have been that important. Uh, but so I got voted off two to one. And yeah, Caleb has like this crap eating grin on the way out the door. Yes, like, it was. Oh, I listened to Emily and she was right. Yeah, it, it was definitely a, I made a big gamble and I won. Mm-hmm. And poor Sean, he was just kind of, oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I love that Sabaya had like, as I said, like three opportunities that this episode mm-hmm. to to not have this happen. Right. And not only was it in other people's hands with the social game, it was also in her hands mm-hmm. in the strategic game with the idol. Oh, and I remember. So my rule of thumb this is just my rule of thumb in our play survivor is if you have if you have an idol and everybody knows about it, just play it. Yeah. And in this case, obviously, everybody knew mm-hmm. about it. Even Jeff knew. I mean, Jeff knows, but even Jeff knows about it from his host perspective, not his executive producer perspective. You just play it. Mm-hmm. You just use it and get it over with. And then nobody will target you. Right. Well, and, the, or it saves you in this case. It would have saved her. Right. And the interesting thing is. None of the rest of them knew that that idol was only good for one tribal. No you know, they idea. didn't they didn't know any of the other. But they did know it was an idol. Yes. But mm-hmm. they didn't know it was only good for one episode. Yes. Oh, well, she said or that she would sacrifice. For, yeah, they did nothing. Right. Or sacrifice. She about, had to make yeah. the call. I love that it happened last minute. She had to make the call. You know, the show probably didn't plan on this. They thought mm-hmm. really thought she was going to do it at tribal at, at 
their camp. Right. But I love the fact that she found out and she had to make the call right then and there. Yes. That's top tier. Unintentional, right. I feel like, on the show's part. But also, oh, they yeah. set it up so that it could happen. They didn't yeah. say you had to do this at camp. Mm-hmm. They said just it has to be burned. That's it. That's the only requirement. And she was like, yeah, at Tribal, I'll burn it. Right. <laughs> and Jeff, I mean, Jeff didn't like take that out of the fart. No. You can do that. He had to let it happen because nothing said she couldn't do that. Yep. So. All right. I bet you. I wonder how many times Jeff cursed out somebody. It's because behind the scenes, Jeff occasionally will curse somebody out at tribal if they really get on his nerves or do something he doesn't like. So I don't know if that happened tonight, but <laughs> he looked like it on his face. So next time on Survivor, it looks like we have a legit tribe swap. Everybody's tribe dropping swap. their buffs. Yeah. There's a plate of buffs. Mm-hmm. It is not. Let's send one person on a journey. And that one person swaps tribes like 44. Yeah. No, we're getting the real thing. Well, that wouldn't that really wouldn't work with only three members left. on well, Lulu, I, mean, I think it would have just been dumb. Right. But yeah, no, thankfully, it's a legit tribe swap. Now, we I don't know for sure. This is and this is I have this question. So we saw. I'm not quite sure who's on what tribe. We saw Bruce and Jake specifically. They made a point to show them mm-hmm. with the yellow buffs around their neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce maybe even was crying. At Bruce one point. was crying. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but are they going down to two tribes? Because we didn't see any blue shots. Hmm. We saw just red and yellow. Yeah. Could be. Is Bello dead? Is I'm wearing the blue buff in all my in all the pictures <laughs> we took. Do I need to go out and <laughs> wear your red buff? Because <laughs> I, I didn't buy so. a Lulu one. I spot Reba. Well, and we Bella. should buy a Lulu one. Oh brother, I was going to wait till the merge to buy another one if I needed to. So yeah, is Bello dead? Are we just getting? I mean, I would love that to go from three to two. I've been saying this for years now, mm-hmm. for seasons. We do it. Go from three to two to one. I think it would be very interesting if they go to two. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I want to. I want to, and I want it so badly. Please make it happen. All it right. looked like Emily's buff was yellow too, but it was turned inside out so you couldn't see the color. So yeah. I don't know. I'd have to go, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I'd have to go, like we watch this and we record immediately. So I'd have to go back and rewatch to even know that. So um, but we'll find out next week. And so we'll keep it a surprise for now. Okay. So that's it for the episode. Are you ready to move on? I am ready. Let's do what's new on Patreon. Yay. We appreciate you for listening and liking these videos it really helps um more people find us on youtube and on spotify and all the podcast platforms but on patreon if you want to financially support the channel you get everything early you get all our podcasts in a downloadable mp3 format uh right now i just posted the jt thomas heroes versus villains story video where he comically gives away the idol to russell hans uh we also made a video all about the season of the amazing race where they the show almost got, I mean, I, I mean, the season almost got straight up canceled because uh, of COVID and Arun Natalia just caused chaos. And then Colby Donaldson's Heroes vs. Villain story should be up here very soon, along with some other bangers. I think right now there's like 15 videos on Patreon that you have not seen. They're just on Patreon. Nice. Like top of my head, I want to say about 15 plus a couple podcasts. We have our Heroes vs. Villains and Nicaragua podcast. Nicaragua is two hours. Heroes vs. Villains. I think it's like two hours, 45 minutes. So. Oh, wow. We went yeah. that long. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like the one. There's a lot like, to talk about. <laughs> if there's any season to go that long about, it was that one. I think next time we'll go that long probably will be Cambodia Second Chances. So we got a distance. So, all right. That's new on Patreon. We greatly appreciate uh, you for listening to these. And we greatly appreciate all our patrons. They make this channel happen. Uh, that's how we're able to do this thing. So, all right. Let's talk about last week's secret scenes. Secret scenes they put up for episode two. Uh, as I said last week. If you want, go on Survivor CBS YouTube channel. Watch these. They're free. I don't think they geo block them. Like some countries, I think get blocked maybe. But if they do, 
other people re-upload them to other YouTube channels. So check them out. Uh, I think they have a little insight into winter analysis. That's why we're talking about them. Mm-hmm. On top of them just being like, oh, what did they cut out of the 90 minute episodes? Right. You know, like what what content are they still cutting out? So let's walk through these, Mary. Let's first start, first start with Reba's. Okay. Uh, well, there's all about the a fishing reward. Yes. Can you tell me about this? So it shows all their fishing gear and everything laid out. And I didn't realize this, but they also get a fishing manual. So it shows them like how to use the equipment. And yeah, I didn't to, know about this. How to build traps and things. So yeah. that was interesting. Um, it was mostly narrated by Austin, just talking about like, you know, how awesome it is to have all this stuff and they're definitely going to eat and it's so cool. And they catch like two tiny little, it felt like it was very positive for Austin. It was, it did seem to be somewhat, I mean, it was just an overall like, Hey, we got fishing gear and Austin's going to tell us about it. Yeah. So sure. Sure. And they, they don't get a massive haul out of it or anything, which is why I think it was cut out of the actual episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, we got to save time so we can spend all of red time talking about the beware advantage. Right. Well, and also they get their fishing gear stolen from them. So I don't know. Anyways, it didn't. Yeah, it's true. That is true. Now that you <laughs> mention it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Bella who got their stolen. It was it was Reba. It was Reba. That was funny. So I do. Th- so winter analysis wise, I think this ties in to Austin. Mm-hmm. Just positive Austin content. Kind of like we talked about previously. Seafood got positive content. It's like, why wasn't this in the show? Right. You know, Austin's gotten a focus. Why isn't this left in the show? Right. I don't know. But usually positive content for a person cut out of the show is not a good sign of them winning. Mm-hmm. So sure. keep that in mind. All right. Next up is our yellow secret scene or Lulu secret scene. And this one's very obvious why it was not left <laughs> in the show. Uh, not because quality wise, this might be the most interesting of the three. It was interesting. But it's um, all about Brandon. It's all about Brandon. So that makes sense. <laughs> and how he can list every survivor. But he was listing the second survivor. Boot. Second so boots like, of every season. Yeah. It's probably the most random trivia you will ever think of. I couldn't of. even do this. I have I couldn't remember half the people he listed. Yeah. Mary can't even remember who won 44. So <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I know. I know it was Carolyn. All right. right. So <laughs> anyway, so, but he's, he's just like, yeah, I'm such a huge, huge fan. And, and I could list all the second boots right now. Emily's like, go for it. Yeah. And he, <laughs> She's and like feeding this. Yes. It was really cute because she was like, she actually looked fascinated. If I it was me, was. I'd been like, Okay, why are you telling I've been me? Mary, this? please pretend to be interested while I tell you. <laughs> please, Mary. But yeah, I mean, he lists all of them. He got one wrong. Yeah. But otherwise, from season 12, he didn't get the Melinda boot, right? Right. He, he got yeah. like 44 yeah, people. 43 out of 44. Yeah. He even 40. mentioned Billy from Cook Islands, and I cannot mention Billy without mentioning that, you know, he loves Candace, Candace fell in love. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> he found love that day, Jeff. <laughs> Her name is Candace. She's all Candace from Brero tribe. All right. So, all right. Uh, yeah, that was, a, it was a good scene. It was definitely the most interesting of the three, in my opinion, but also the least consequential when talking about winter analysis. Right. So, all right. What about the below secret scene? Um, it's mainly talking about Bruce and how Bruce says he's only at like 40% of his game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake says Bruce is slowing down. Um, negative content for bruce they cut though yes it was negative content content for bruce positive content for jake because mm-hmm. katura's like jake is encouraging katura and she's like i'm so glad you're here you know you're you're our motivation our, our yeah. encouragement and that was pretty much it like they were talking about the challenge and that and was they, it and they cut it so yeah. good for bruce that they cut it <laughs> though they keep leaving other stuff and mm-hmm. i don't like yeah i think bruce already has too much <laughs> negative content oh great okay 
Well, that's it for last week's secret scenes. Uh, check them out. They're on Survivor CBS YouTube channel. Um, and I think also Entertainment Weekly with Dalton Ross. He gets so like two of them will be posted on Survivor CBS, and then the third one will be posted on Entertainment Weekly. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Question of the week so far this season. I'm the only one to have scored any points. I scored two points last week on two different questions you asked me about fire making duels. This is your chance to get a point because you haven't scored anything yet this season. Well, way to keep track. Good I'm job. keeping somewhat track. I haven't <laughs> counted all the misses. I'm just counting the hits. All right. So I only got one question for you, though, which any other question after that's a bonus. So which season, Mary, was the last one to feature previously on Survivor? Okay. I actually do know this, but you said there's going to be a bonus question? I'm pressing question? X for doubt. No, there's no bonus question. Pressing, oh, okay. Pressing X for doubt. I don't think No, you... I do know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what season? It's season 35. Heroes versus Hustlers versus Healers. Nope. Dave versus Goliath. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. Check the Survivor 45 wiki page. Mm-hmm. On Survivor 45 wiki page, it's set, at the bottom, it says, in the trivia portion, it says that Dave versus Goliath is the last one to feature it. And I have no reason not to believe them. <laughs> this time, I'm like, yep, that sounds accurate. Because they said Winners of War is the last one to have a theme song. But I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't in the show. So, uh, yeah, Dave vs. Goliath, last one to have. But you can double check me. I could be wrong. I don't think I am because I just checked yesterday when I made up the question. So, all right. Next section of the podcast, Mary's double checking. And she just did a, a head. What's that called? A head. She threw her head back really harshly. Showing that she feels dumb for not knowing the answer. Yeah, you were right. As always. <laughs> All right. I'm up two to zero. Next week, I have another chance to score points. Okay. So we're going to talk about TV ratings. Um, and I feel like it's good. It's important to mention TV ratings. I'm going to put them up on screen here. On the left side will be the 44 season 44 TV ratings for the first two episodes. On the right side, I'll put season, season 45 TV ratings on the right side. Uh, it's important to note that a lot of the times TV ratings could be like the viewership for an episode could be based a lot on how the previous episode went. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to note because here you'll see 44 was going up from week from the first week, second week it was going up. It's like, Oh wow, what a great premiere. Cause 44 had a great premiere. In my opinion, it got more boring as the season went. Right. There were some good episodes, but yeah. Whereas 45 in a lot of people's opinion, they got mad about the Hannah quit. Yes. And I think it carried over to episode two. So episode one of season 45, 5.24 million uh, viewers really mm-hmm. good and the streams as i told you cbs only posts it when it's super positive so they posted that streams are up for amazing race and survivor week one mm-hmm. they didn't say nothing about week two so uh 5.24 million viewers watched live and then we episode two it dropped to 4.88 million so about 400,000 people dropped mm. And I think a lot of that has to do with there's a lot of complaints about Hannah, but I'm hoping good word of mouth beca- for this episode and yeah. moving and forward because week, yeah. episode two was great. It was good. Yeah. And episode three, great as well. Really, really good. I mean, I it's it's all recency bias for me to say episode three is the best of the season, but episode two and three, definitely. Oh, so good. The premiere, I can understand a little lackluster despite the chaos of Lulu, but yeah, episode two and three, great. The 90 minutes of paying off big time. I have 46 I gets the time frame. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that next time we'll see episode three rise. Everyone positive word of mouth, you know, tune in live, tell your friends, whatever. This is a great season. This is the first season I can like wholeheartedly like tell people like, please watch. Mm-hmm. Whereas our seasons, I'm like, ah, it's kind of like a survivor light. It's gone. Uh... No, this season's good. So yes. All right. I'm hoping episode three jumps up because 
44 episode three goes up higher. We want, I want 45 to beat 44. Okay. So let's move to the part of the podcast, Mary, that we joked about earlier that people jump forward to, but jokes on them. <laughs> we talk about the about whole it. time yeah. now. So we will talk about our top three uh, for our winner analysis here. Our top three for our top three picks for each of us. And I do need to mention that tomorrow, Rebecca is back. We're going to talk about all remaining players and rank them all like you and I did last week, Yes, which I greatly appreciated you mm-hmm. coming in. I think Mary and I are going to do that every week. Rebecca and I don't. So about half of the weeks will be Mary and I and half the weeks will be Rebecca and I be a good contrast Very uh, nice. for opinions because Rebecca comes in hot sometimes with I'm like, where are you coming from with that? But OK, we'll <laughs> see. All right. We'll see about that, Rebecca. Okay, so <laughs> uh, also, I'll talk about Rebecca tomorrow. It's a swift thing. You wouldn't get it. I wouldn't care. Mary, though, for those wondering, oh, no. did do one little dance to a Swift song before she realized it was Swift. So, okay, <laughs> that's it. All right, let's talk about who was your number three, Mary, for winter analysis. So I, I'm sticking with Katura, even though she hasn't had great content in the last couple of weeks. It wasn't weeks. bad. Yeah, it's not bad content. I just... For some reason, like I just have this gut instinct about her and I feel like if she was going to have the hidden winner edit, that's where I'm at with her. And she's on your My Picks team on the app, right? Right. Okay. So we hear from her fairly consistently. Yes, it's always negative about Bruce and that's basically it. I'll hear from her mm-hmm. right now, which isn't a good sign. Very Bruce. I almost t- took her off my list totally. Um, but I don't know, I'm just going to stick with her one more week and see what happens. Because she definitely could just have that like under the radar effect and, and also Bilo or sorry Bello didn't go to tribal yes so, so have, it's kind of like where are they gonna we're about to see Bruce swap to a different tribe and it's kind of like where are people gonna go like right. maybe Bello just didn't matter the first three episodes right. to really focus on strategically where everyone is as much mm-hmm. I mean I don't know the tribe swap next week will definitely be a welcome change for once yes uh you know budget wise they had struggled they couldn't give out new buffs that's what it was that's why they didn't do <laughs> They couldn't afford the new buffs to give out. So that's right. why they didn't, didn't mm, do it before. It. Definitely. So yeah, Katura, not a bad pick. I think she's in my top half still. We'll find out tomorrow with Rebecca. But for me, number three is Jake. I almost dropped him from my top three this week. And the try swap, I'm not sure how it's going to pan out <laughs> next week. But I feel like he made some good strides tonight. Mm-hmm. He made friends with Kendra. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he moved out of the bottom position with Bruce. Mm-hmm. Bruce is now in the bottom position <laughs> on well, not soon to be not matter as much with the tribe swap, but as of what we saw tonight, Jake was making good strides. Yes. He across had some the good, board. he had some good content, good strategy, good social content. Yep. I like Jake. Uh, this is more of a personal bias. I like Jake's story moving out of Nana's house <laughs> and just nothing. I mean, just we haven't had any tribals with Bello or Reba. So it's car- hard for me to get a good grip on where they're all at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but Jake I'm high on I was about to swap him out tonight and then we got positive Jake content I was like okay because we got after Jake fell in the fire I was like that's not a winner that's not a winner <laughs> <laughs> when Jake fell in the fire I was like I can't can't keep my top three from <laughs> ashes to <laughs> oh no <laughs> is that his Whatever, story video name know. yeah the phoenix <laughs> so story video names sometimes they come to me immediately and then other times I'm like, I got no idea. Please help me out, guys. And people on Patreon are so gracious. They'll give me their ideas. And sometimes their ideas are gold and I'll use them. And then other times I'm like, mm, actually, I came up with something because you guys gave me good ideas. I came up with something else I like. So, all right. Uh, who is your number two? 
So my number two is completely changed. It has been Katura for the last two weeks, but now it is yeah, D. Yeah, sure drop for you, huh? Mm-hmm. She did drop. So I have D now as my number two. What? I just really liked how she was loyal to her alliance and didn't let something like like what happened tonight freak her out. Sure. Like she stayed calm and collected. She she had really good contact. She content kept her composure. Tonight. She kept her composure, even though yeah, in confession, she's like, my boyfriend cheated on me or whatever. But at the <laughs> at the time, which is by the way a funny <laughs> way to compare the situations. Yes, it was it was funny. Um, at the time, she kept her cool, and I don't know. I just like she had a really good episode tonight. Mm-hmm. She seems like she has a she's in a good alliance now. Obviously, we'll see what happens with yeah. the tribe, but um, I don't see her going early in the merge or anything i, I really liked you she rose tonight for me last week stats. when we did our full-blown winter analysis with everybody i ranked d and julie really low yeah i did too and i remember saying well i probably put julie too low because i think i put julie at the bottom and d i think i put oh, like bottom like four or three i agree with you i think d and julie are moving up mm-hmm. like sifu and jamaya need to move down yeah because i, I don't know how the tribe swap's gonna go and that's you know but i can only go with what i got now and so far what we've seen is yeah, you're right. D and J, D and Julie could have, like, they could have ruined a lot of things tonight. Instead, they played it cool, kept their composure. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, if anything, it made Drew and Austin look bad, right. and they look good. Right. So you're right on Reba. I agree with you. I think they definitely move up. They're not my top three, but I when I say what, because I'm like, wow, she jumped up number two for you, huh? Yeah, she did. I think she moves up into the top. How many people we got left? Fifteen. I think she moves up the top half for me, maybe, maybe top eight, but I, I can't say top three. Wow. Mm-hmm. We'll and there's see. only one reason. Have I mentioned the Matt oh. chat? I went an hour and 20 minutes without mentioning <laughs> the Matt chat. Everybody who listened to the 44 series of podcasts should be slapping their hands together in joy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's do this, guys. The Matt chat from season 33 through 44 has proven time and time again without fail that if you get talked to on the map by Jeff, you're going to win the season. In the very first episode. In the very first episode on the mat, whether you're on the boat mat or the mat on a beach, doesn't matter if there's a mat and you're talked to by Jeff, you have a, you're going to win. That's just the way it is. 44 secrets video, very first secret. I compiled it all. If you want to watch it, there you go. Let's do this. Okay. The only three people talked to on the mat were Brandon. Who's gone. Bruce still there. Emily's still there. Emily butted her way in, but that's just Emily. And I, I like did Sifu like kind of like no. but I don't feel good about Sifu, so I'm like I like, kind of ignoring that for now. If Sifu ends up winning the season, a la Gabler, we'll have to reevaluate because he did kind of like get talked to, but like not really. But like it was like it's, I don't know. So anyways, but for sure, Bruce and Emily got talked to. I mean, Emily butted her way in, but she got talked to by Jeff. Mm-hmm. So number two. Bruce, Brucey boy, and you'll Wasn't get some he comments. Your number Mary. one? Oh no, he has moved down. He's my number two. I wonder who's number one. He has moved down. There's too much negative Bruce content. Yeah, tonight for me to ignore. Um, yeah, Bruce has moved down to number two. We get a lot of comments saying Wesley's picks are insane. Mary's the reasonable one. That's why you're here, Mary, because you're the reasonable one. And I'm the one going off of crazy theories. I'm the voice of the people. I'm like, Mary, in the beginning of 42 episode one, there's this shot of Jonathan, Tori and Marianne. And that tells me who the final three is. And Marianne wins. (laughs) So, yes, I love my crazy theories. I think they're fun until they're proven wrong and everybody can laugh at me. That's Mm -hmm. fine. But when I'm right, I'm right. I mean, the, you can't deny statistics and you're right. Statistically, the Matt chat is a 
real thing for 11 12 seasons now. yes i just and i know you i said it. it about gabler i just like it's so frustrating yes that that <laughs> is a thing number one and number two i just really don't see it like i do yeah. not see how emily wins like i bruce not even yeah there's no way Emily, I get, and I, I keep getting the longer I watch her, like I'm understanding her more. I am enjoying watching her. Mm-hmm. I still don't see a path for her to well, let's win. Let's talk about Bruce because Bruce is my number two. I'm not talking about yeah, Emily. Yeah, sorry. You don't even know who my number one is. Maybe it's not Emily. Oh, yeah. Okay, so number two is Bruce. Negative content tonight. I'm not liking it, but this tribe swap could be just what the doctor ordered. Right. He's crying on the beach. It's a real positive. Can you sign. like watch yourself over there? I will come over there. And kiss you because you're my wife. Bruce got some negative content tonight, but he has a tribe swap coming up. He's with Jake, by the way, in that tribe swap, who is his only mm-hmm. confirmed ally. However, I don't like the random Bruce's annoying com- comments. You know, I can personally relate. People have never said that about me, but I feel like I can relate. Nobody would ever say I'm a little annoying. Uh, and then also, that's a joke, by the way. I understand. Bruce also really so like the annoying comments you can move past things happen right yeah people maybe they just don't get they haven't got to know him yet but on the other hand Bruce hasn't talked to Kendra in six or seven days like eight days now and my goodness freaking gracious like there's what else is there to do Mm -hmm. you're not going to tribal there's only six of you this is like a massive tribe of 10 where Boston Rob's controlling all of you and saying who you're allowed to talk to you know like there's a group of six talk to everybody what the heck's mm-hmm. going on and i'm pro bruce and i don't get it I, that's a horrible strategic move and when we say that we're talking about talking strategy with her yeah. obviously he has said hello or good I, morning or whatever he's not shunning yeah. her but you need to talk strategy with at least everybody to see where their heads yeah. at especially like we're a day eight it's almost like the longer you go the more the worse it looks on you because mm-hmm. now when we go to the merge it's gonna be like bruce you're on a tribe with me and you didn't talk to me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And now you're talking to me at the merge. And it's like, eh. And this might be like, a, I don't know, a military thing or Bruce's mindset thing or whatever, where you just don't know what it's like. Like, okay, he knows he's not going to work with Kendra. Why even bother? Or what What would he even say? Is he going to go to him and be like, hey, me and Jake have an alliance. Who do you, you have an alliance never with? never know. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm just saying like, try, for those of you who are thinking about this, like, what would you say? Just try saying, hey, how are you feeling about the game? Mm-hmm. Or... Hey, you know, if we were to go to tribal, who are you, who would you be yeah, thinking just about make voting? friends yeah. with everybody? Just just talk. And I mean, yeah, you don't just like sit down and be like, oh, hi, Kendra. Uh, how's your day? Strategy. You know, obviously, like ease into the conversation. But the fact bit, they have 24 hours a day. Yes. They've been they, there for going they on eight days time. now. Yes. And they've only and they beside from four challenges they competed in. They haven't gone to tribal at all. So they've had just had free time yeah. to talk. I guess what I'm saying is ask questions if you don't. No, necessarily what to say. Just ask them questions. Yeah. But it's just not positive. If Bruce hadn't been talked to on the mat, he would be not me in my top three. <laughs> I know. But I can't ignore the mat chat. We know this. We can't ignore it. Okay. So who's your number one, Mary? Who is who has moved up to your number one? Oh, oh wait, it's still the same no, person, isn't still it? Still Caleb. Yep. Caleb's Caleb. been my number one the whole time. Hey. I picked him before even episode one. But I episode, one's a friends. episode one. Yes. I think it's the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> probably no i love caleb he he always has positive content i mean tonight mm-hmm. we got a little bit of negative with i'm saying he's too social or if whatever he goes to the end he's gonna beat us if he goes to the end he's gonna beat us stuff like that so the, mm-hmm. all that is not great and i really am afraid he's gonna he's the decoy too early to get a yes to get this big target on his back yes he does have a big target i'm not feeling it but like just as far as 
who I would see winning this season right mm-hmm. now. Like, if we were going to travel right now and vote for a winner, I feel like out Caleb. of the fifteen remaining yeah. people, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if all fifteen win. people were in he's finals, just, rivals. he's just such a good player. I mean, he is so good at his social game, and yes, he does make mistakes. We all do. Mm-hmm. He's also really good at, at at challenges. Um, he's also really good at strategy. I mean, he technically, logically, probably should have gone with Sabaya. Yes, Sabaya tonight, but he had enough uh, at least social awareness or had enough like trusted his gut whatever it was he ended up making the right decision and if he can keep doing that he'll stay in the game and i think people genuinely like him and obviously that's why they see him as a threat but mm-hmm. if he makes it to the end there's no way he's not winning i like caleb i think he did well tonight going with emily trusting her uh good move on caleb caleb's definitely my top five i want to say as of right yeah. now i haven't laid out everybody um on a list yet i'll do that with rebecca tomorrow as i've mentioned multiple times but Top of my head, I want to say Caleb's top five. So I'm with you. Caleb, really good. Really positive. Mm-hmm. Wish he was on my MyPicks team. <laughs> hey, tonight on the MyPicks app, um, who did you pick for? Did you, you didn't pick. Did you pick I Sabaya? I picked Sean. <laughs> yeah. So Mary, so on the MyPicks app, if you've joined our league, and it's not too late, you can join any week. It's not a big deal. Um, you pick five people to be on your team, and then you every week vote for who you think will be gone, who's going to get voted off, and you get to pick three people. So I just picked one person from each tribe. Mm-hmm. And so I picked Jay Maya because I thought for sure Rebo was going tonight and Jay Maya was a goner or Sifu was a goner. But so I picked Jay Maya and then I picked Sabaya. Oh, that was lucky. You'll <laughs> was probably like, beat me this week. Oh, I picked Sabaya because I was like, oh, crap. It's probably watch it be Sean or watch it actually be Kit. No, Sabaya. And then I'm blue. I picked Brando because I really didn't have a good read on who I thought was going to go from that tribe. So, yeah. Good job. Oh, I killed it. I actually got it. Good job. I know. Last week. I didn't get it, but this week I got it. So, all right. All right. My number one is Emily. I mean, who can deny the rise of Emily? Horrible first episode. Yes. Second episode, (laughs) rebound. Third episode, how is Emily at the top of the tribe? Right. But will that carry over through the tribe swap? That's the question. I don't know because she could be one of those people that, that once you get to the tribe swap, people keep her around because she's one of the annoying people that people don't like or whatever. You know, she has a target. But if she does enough changing, if she calms down a little bit, we have seen it before where people who start out strong with a crazy like Gabler, you know, mm-hmm. end up calming down and 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 people not really noticing them. Gabler so, also is on a yellow tribe. OK, I want to mention, I don't think next <laughs> week will be two tribal two tribes because there's 15 people left. Oh, and so that's even obviously ideal five people per tribe yeah so lulu should actually gain two members overall and every tribe should be five after this i'm saying so right. bila or sorry bello and rebel go down one lulu should gain two and every tribe should be five after this right so she's gonna get back into a bigger tribe hopefully it's a tribe that wins now she has a two out of three chance you know two out of three chance of winning immunity mm-hmm. we'll see what tribe she lands on but yeah i think emily Really positive. She had literally not only the match chat that she butted in on, but we cannot ignore the very beginning of the first episode and the first three minutes when they had the amazing music that I listened to like 10 times now where she says, if I am not voted off first or if I don't win, I might as well be voted off first because what's the point? Mm-hmm. Well, guess who wasn't voted off first? It's true. Mm-hmm. But okay. That's what, but that's classic survivor. They do winner quotes and they'll pick and choose what season they want to do them on. I think that I'm telling you, I think Emily, I'm really high on Emily. Like 
Legitimately, even if it wasn't for the Matt chat, that's what I was going to say. Really even if it wasn't with Matt chat, okay. even if it was for the Matt chat, Emily's top three. And right now, being number one, I feel good about it. I don't feel bad about it at all. Bruce, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're only saved by the Matt chat right now. But no, Emily, I'm really high on. Emily's number one for me, and I stand by that. I saw it from episode one. You heard, guy, all heard me. I'm like, yep. I'm sure she she had a negative episode, but man, this story is all through Emily's perspective. Emily is the narrator of the Lulu tribe, followed by Caleb, Caleb. now. Yep, mm-hmm. Sean's a nobody on that tribe. Yes, so that could change true. with tribe swap. Sean could become somebody. Maybe he was just nobody here. But as of right now, Emily's the narrator. Emily's like the per- I'm rooting for Emily. Go Emily. I I understand. Yes, I get it. And I I would love to see her win. I just again I don't see it. But we'll see. I would I, be happy. I, I would be it. happy if she won. Yeah, we'll see. It it really is going to come down to the jury and will they will they like and understand Emily? Because we've seen the Lulu tribe turn it around, mm-hmm. but like. We're going to see a tribe swap. Or are they going to get Emily? Right. We're going to the merge. Are they going to get Emily? You know, there's a lot of forgiveness here in the beginning. It's the only people you know are, the, are your own tribe. Well, let's get to everybody being together. Will, will, she st- will she be able to jam jam her way and win, win over people's hearts, you know? Right. Or will she sit next to a couple of nobodies like Gabler and be like, hey, you actually like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't burn you like the rest of these right. you know, fools. That's true. So, all right. That is it for our winner analysis for this episode. But yeah, tomorrow, Rebecca and I will be back and we'll talk all about all 15 players. Okay, so let's do it. Your all's questions that you ask me on YouTube as soon as the episode's over. Community tab, I post updates and I ask for all questions. So let's do this thing. First question is from Joshua. He says, man, I love how sneaky Emily is with the tribe swap coming next episode. How far do you think Emily will last? Well, you already know my <laughs> thoughts, but Mary... Let's be frank. How long do you think Emily will last? I, I actually do think she will last a long time. I think that she's not going to be a physical enough threat to to go at the merge. So if she makes it to the merge, she should be fine. And she'll be dragged along for numbers. Um, let's let's put it in perspective. Does Emily make the merge? Let's I, start there. Yes. Unless we have another situation where she's on a tribe that consistently loses. It's destroyed. I could definitely see her making the merge because she is such a big character. Already. Okay. Emily makes the merge. Does she make the final episode? The finale, not top three finale. It's very possible. Okay. I still so where are you, you feeling that she's somewhere between merge and final episode, or do you think she makes final episode? I don't, I don't think she makes the final episode. I think Emily wins. All I know. right. So while well, <laughs> I answer the question, Nick asks, do you think anyone on Bella will finally be where advantage for the swap? I don't think so. I think we start no. next episode and the swap happens almost immediately. Yeah. Previously on Survivor, and then I think we get the tribe swap. Mm-hmm. Frankly, that's usually how they do these things. They don't waste much time for a tribe swap. Okay, uh, and we're not going to get into a reward challenge next episode because they're going to do tribe swap. That's sure. what's going to be instead. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Just my guess. They could do a reward challenge still. Nathan asks, "When is Emily's expiration date?" And do you think? Well, we were kind of already answered that, but do you think it'll be? Do you think it will swap into two tribes or three? That was the question. I think three because they got fifteen people yeah the, the numbers make sense so unless they're gonna like send somebody to an exile island that's or true something, that's true which is possible they could they've done that in the past where they'll send one person off and then like hey after tribal council you'll come back to the losing tribe tribe that lost mm-hmm. so that is not i can't say definitively it's two i mean it's three but you're right you go two i'll go three no no i'm saying three. you go three i'll go two yeah i'm saying three <laughs> i think it'll be three because there's 15 people if there's 14 i'd be like yeah it's two so uh 
Next question is from Aussie926. How long should I cook my idol on each side? <laughs> well, I would say until the wax is gone. You don't want to get your, your idol too burnt, you know? But yeah. you definitely want it. You want it to be edible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Use barbecue sauce if you go too far. All right. Man, I'm never going to get this right. Ooh, ass. Has there been a shorter idol before? I think meaning shorter in terms of length of life, not physically shorter. Oh, yeah. Also, I really like this level up idol compared to regular idols. Do you think this is how premature idols should work moving forward? I'm not. I don't think forever, but I do. I do like it here. I like that they have the option. Mm -hmm. I like that. Hey, the length this idol of this idol's life is is based on your your risk. Right. What you choose to do Mm -hmm. with it. Right. Because it is still an idol, but. Obviously, you want the idol to last longer. So I I personally like this. Yeah. Should it be like this every time? No, because I like when they mix it up. Yeah. But always give the player the option. Don't for I hate I don't like the Goodwill Idol or whatever it's called. Goodwill Advantage. You have you're forced to give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Give them the option. Right. Always give the option. You have the option of doing X, Y or Z. OK, so. Next question is from Outsider 1921. Do you think this version of the Beware Advantage, or do you, I think they meant to ask, do you like this version of the Beware Advantage? I personally like the two stages to find it, but I'm not sure how I feel about risking two votes to make it a full idol. Is that fair? Yeah, it's fair because you don't have to. Yeah. I I think obviously most people are going to go with risking one vote, especially if they think they have the numbers, because who doesn't want an idol that lasts at least until the pre-emerge? Because we've had idols that, only lasted to a certain time before. Mm-hmm. So it's not like out of the range of what yeah. you expect for Survivor. I think the two is a little bit, more, it's obviously more than what we've ever seen before, mm-hmm. um, risking two votes. But it's so it, it's so powerful too. You know, final five, that's that's pretty powerful. I, I like that. I like it personally. And they've done much worse versions of this before called the legacy advantage where it's like, you must play this at the merge or at the final six. And that's the only oh, two yeah. times. And it's like, it's so limited. Yeah. You know, it's so limited and people just like sit on their hands with it. And in this case, I like this because, man, you are risking like how well can you read the room? And the answer for Sabaya was not well at all. Right. And it makes for, I think it makes for more dynamic gameplay. I'm pro this. I don't care what anyone else says. I, I am I'm personally pro this. Mm-hmm. I see some people not liking it, but I, I'm, I'm for it because you have the option. You have a one tribal idol. Mm-hmm. Feel free to use it if you want. Yep. But they know you're going to be tempted to want to to risk it. So right. This is a good one. I like it. All right. So next question is from Jillian. Despite Sabaya going and taking my picks, uh, can't wait to hear Wesley celebrate Emily. Not really a question, but <laughs> I liked it for that of reason. Course. Uh, also, though, they do stand by the Canada slash non-U.S. theory. Caleb's still there. Mm-hmm. And our theory is that if you're not from the U.S., you're probably going to win <laughs> because in 41, 42 and 44 it happened 43. There wasn't anyone from outside the U S meaning Puerto Rico, Guam, like, uh, you know, uh, Canada, the, yeah. the non 50 United States, right? If you're from the non 50 United States. You're guaranteed to win basically. And Hey, Caleb's still in it. All right. Next question is from Andrew. Is this on pace to be the worst season ever? No, absolutely not. Did you watch Island of the Idols? <laughs> golly this is the best season of the new era this might be the i mean i i really liked winners at war personally so the best season of the new era i can't say best season since david versus goliath but best newbie season since david versus goliath in my opinion sure because there's not yeah like <laughs> yeah so anyways all right jeremy asked do you think we are swapping oh we already answered that 
Yeah, Jeremy, we think it's good. I think it's gonna be three tribes. Mary says two, but she's being contrary. With somebody going to exile. Yeah. Okay, Ryan says, uh, Emily is winning the season. I'm on the Emily train with you, Wesley. Why, thank you, Ryan. Not a question. I just wanted to throw that in there. Well, are there any non-questions for me that you want to throw in there? No, don't worry oh, about okay. it. All right. <laughs> I mean, if there is, I'll let you know. <laughs> Justin asks, after surviving the first tribal, I think Emily wins it all based on her first line from the season. I'd rather be voted out first if I don't win. Uh, not really a question. Oh, wow. Uh, just want to throw that in there. Gabe says, this was a fantastic episode. Not going to lie. Uh, oh, here's one about you, Mary. Victoria. Hey, jumped in for you. Ready? I'm excited for the first real tribe swap of the new era. This is what Ua needed in 41, the Ricard and Shan tribe. Mm-hmm. Do you think the tribe swap will have a larger impact on the merge portion of the game? And who are you most excited slash hoping to see teamed up together on a new tribe? The, hmm. She has two parts. I'll get to the second part later. Okay. So new tribe. New tribe. Who are you up. most excited to see to work together potentially? Jake and... Emily, I don't know. Emily needs some new partners in crime. Caleb's good, but she needs more than just Caleb. Yeah, she's going to have to have more allies. Yeah. Uh, Also love the podcast and no shade to Rebecca or Wesley for that matter. But Mary, the doggy paddle queen is the best part for me. And for those who don't know, Mary doesn't (laughs) swim. She doggy paddles like the Dickens, like the Emily Dickens. All right. TMM says, this is my favorite episode a long time. So excited for a tribe slot next week. Survivors getting back together. Do we see a powerful duo in Caleb and Emily moving forward. Uh, a power duo? Yeah. We'll see. Well, they gotta be in the same tribe together, number right. one. That would be helpful if they were on the same tribe. I think that they do have a good chance of working well together, though. From what we've seen so far, it's worked. Uh, a couple more comments. These are very... Uh, we're gonna need some in-depth responses for you, uh, Mary, on these. Uh, Kari Hammond says, rooting for Emily. Okay, uh, the Rebel Dog says, I think this solidified it. Emily's winning the game. Just a couple of really in-depth questions there I need you to answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that people are seeing seeing what I've been saying since the first episode. I, I'm a little worried, though. It's episode three. If everybody's already seeing it, oh, no. Yep. Maybe it's too early. Maybe, maybe it's too early. Maybe we're getting too hot there. So Maybe she's a bit of a mislead. Don't you dare say that. Not in this political environment. In this day and age, mm-hmm. you would say that about Emily. I would probably What did she do, do to offend you? Nothing. Okay. All right. Just double checking. All right. Well, we thank you all for listening. Uh, we will see you next week, of course, obviously. But tomorrow, Rebecca and I will be doing an in-depth winter analysis. So thank you all for listening. We thank you for liking and subscribing. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.